Welcome to the IPTO Show. I'm your host, Aristotle Domingo, and joining me today is Senior Financial Advisor, Paolo Palesi. Welcome to the show, Paolo, and thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Todd. Awesome. Now, before we, uh, we get to finances, Paolo actually shares a life experience with those in the limb loss community. Can you share your journey with limb loss for our listeners before we get into all the financial discussions that we're looking at uh, getting today? Sure. Um, I, I lost my leg unexpectedly. It'll be now, what, uh, three, three and a half years ago. It was flushing disease and it was a wild ride. Uh, before you knew it, I, was, I, I saw the doctor. By the time I got to my office, the doctor called me to get, get to the hospital. And that's the last time I drove and walked. And in three days, I lose the leg. And then, uh, then I started my June, my journey as being an amputee. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, it was frustrating at the beginning, a shocker. But uh, thanks to great people at St. John's Hospital and, and, uh, and I, my journey, I, you know, I'm not impossible, I'm possible. And that's, you know, obviously the great line that Todd always says, you know, and we, I met Todd and he made me grow into believing in myself, which I think I have. Uh, again, I went down hard this past few months, flushing disease attacked again, but I was able to fight it. Now I'm just waiting to uh, get going again. But anything can happen anywhere, and we've got to be prepared. Now that sounds really good, and those are really good points to, to make mention as well. So definitely thank you for sharing your journey with us, Paolo. Uh, now let's, let's, uh, let's, let's dive right into it. Um, with the RRSP season, catch up uh you know i'm seeing a lot of these ads coming out now not that it's february that's it's almost march and i think and correct me if i'm wrong but the rrsp catch-up season i believe is march 31st or before the, you know it's tax season anyway you can you can certainly lighten you know enlighten us on that um but perhaps yeah we could start with you know lightening us up on the rrsp catch-up season and somewhat of what are the differences really between an rrsp and what, you know, what other saving plans are there, especially for people with disabilities? Okay, um, so first of all, what is an RRSP, okay? An RRSP is, you, you apply money to it. It is a tax benefit on your taxes and you're saving money for your retirement, okay? There's many ways you could, uh, can do it. You could, you could do it through a TSFA. And there's also another way called RDSP, which I'll explain. So basically, the, and I think the time period is not the 31st. I think it's March the 1st, so it's coming close. But the, the question is, it's always good to plan. That's the bottom line. It's always good to plan, okay? So when, whether you're six years old or 60, it's always good to plan because it's for your savings down the road. It all depends what plan you put in and, and uh, how it develops. Um, being what I do, I think it's good that you talk to a financial advisor because we could put so many portfolios and how to make your money grow. Okay. And we'll show you the do's and don'ts. Now, just because you start an RSP doesn't mean you could pull out the money in case of an emergency, because that's going to be a heavy duty tax penalty. They give you an opportunity to get, you know, get a write off on your taxes when you do it before the deadline. And, and uh, that's for your retirement. When you get to your retirement, there's ways to move the money around and how your portfolio gets built. Uh, a TFSA is like a tax-free savings account, what everybody knows. You could put uh, as much money, I think up to $6,000 per year, and I think it's growing for this year, up to coming year. And you could take that money, and that could be, oh, I have an emergency. Because, you know, look what happened this past two years with the COVID and all that. Not many people have emergency funds. 
So this is a way if you are, if you, you also, you must discipline yourself to save, right? Whether it's 10 bucks or a hundred bucks or 200, you put it away and try not to use it in case, you know, emergency happens. And if you have a bulk of money, then we can move that into a TF, uh, to an RSP before, again, the deadline. So you get the tax write-off, right? And your taxes, which means if you get a check back, you, you should put that money back, not go, hey, I'm going on a vacation. Put that back into your RSP because you're going to make it grow. Um, in our situation, and with many families, there is called a RDSP, okay? And it's, um, it's a special, um, it's not really an RSP, but it is a thing if, if you have a child that's disabled or sick, and if you, and again, it, you could deposit into that account. You have to do at least $1,000 a year into that account. From there, the government will recognize it and will throw in grant money, or some sort of um, some sort of other companies are throwing money to, to help people in this situation to build to get you comfortable when it comes towards retirement, right? Uh, you you cannot really use that money to buy towards say so I'm going to buy a home like with an RSP and all that, which then the government will defer out your taxes and paying that. But it's just a good way for somebody that's got a young child that has problems, and uh, you can save money and there's tax write-offs involved, and from that point you could move that money around as it grows and gets bigger. Um, with To qualify for an RD, uh, with an RDSP, you need a disability credit. And you could apply that, you could talk to you through your accountant or talk uh, with Revenue Canada to get a disability credit. From there, then you could, you could contribute to your RDSP. And, and if you need help to find out what kind of funding is there, especially for a young child, there is a, a firm called the Canadian Benefit Association that you, you'll give them your information and they'll talk to you and see what you can do, what grants could be helping to help you right away to start building that fund. Now, um, so you talked about the, the difference between the RSP and the RDSP. Um, let's, let's just talk on the RDSP side because I think you bring up a good point there about the differences between the two where one is you know really for retirement and you can use that towards your house. And I think people pretty much know, you know after having this, having had all this time, with the uh, RRSP that you know gets, gets talked about around tax time, I think there's a lot of still misunderstanding or maybe um, not clear, no, not much clarity on RDSP. So, if you happen to experience disability at a later point in your life, can you still make it, or can you? Is it still worthy to, or worthwhile, I should say, to make an RDSP account? That's a good question, Todd. Um, usually, it's um... They go from you know early age to up to fifty nine. So and if you started you know in your fifties, you could get something. You could get a grant. It could help. It could build because once you turn sixty, you have to turn that into an RSP, right? So it's good to start anytime. It's just another benefit to help get extra money. Maybe the government can give you grants, but you know we don't know what guaranteed grants are coming through government or whatever because a we have a big bill to pay for this pandemic, and you know it could be. 10 bucks could be 10,000, it, it ranges. Uh, again, if you are interested in that, the Canadian Benefit Association, which is a CBA, they could help you give you some more information on that. But uh, basically it's up to 59. And after mm -hmm. that, it has to turn into an, RS, uh, an RDSP, an RRSP. Uh, from an RDSP to an yeah. RRSP. Yeah. Right, and then is there, and just one more question on the RDSP, is there a limit to, um, you know, how you said earlier, about oh you know the the maximum this time contribution wise for an RRSP is six thousand dollars 
or whatever the amount is. TSFA, the max, you could, before you have to move the money around, right? Right. You can pay as much as you want. So uh, here's a good part about TSSA. It's great, you know. My recommendation is to deal it with an insurance company than with a bank because mm -hmm. uh, as myself as a financial advisor, I can make that money grow a lot better. And and, and I'll be a voice with you, you know, to or, or your financial advisor, be a voice, you should be staying on top. Hey, every six months, this is what's happening. How are you doing? Maybe you might have some extra income, you're having some troubles. We're here to help, you know? You know, everybody's so busy today. You know, you, you, you wake up in the morning and, you know, uh, you, you, next time you have, oh, I'll do that tomorrow, tomorrow. How many tomorrows do you need before you have to do something today, you know? So, you know, th that's what I recommend. Like the, the banks are not gonna go broke, but, you know, um, if you're with dealing with an insurance firm, you're protected. You know, if you have if you have a TFSA in the bank and you get into bankruptcy problems, credit debt, they could attack it and take it away from you. With an insurance company, no, you are credited protected. Right. Okay. So that's that's new information that I think many people don't. You know, uh, we assume a lot of, of the brick and mortar idea of you know my money is in the bank. You know, I have my my credit insurance or whatever it is that that the credit, you know, to your point, the, the banks won't go out of business. Um, but that's a good point about, you know, if you happen to be in trouble this way from a creditor or of sorts, they could, you know, they could take away whatever savings you have, you know, to, I guess, pay back what you owe. Uh, the bank. So that's really good information. What other traps are there that, that can people really be, or what people should really be aware of, you know, savings account, bank versus, uh, to your point, insurance. And then also like, I guess, maybe, you know, moving too fast into this conversation about, well, what about the, the market, about reinvesting the savings? And to your point, you know, we can look at what's going on in, in, in the market and move your money around do you get to move your money around or do you not move your money around like i think it's a lot of those things that that come in that come into play uh when we're talking about you know retirement savings or or, or investing well you're right here's two here's a couple of points on that okay so if you invest with the bank they're going to invest in their needs the bank and who's going to make money the bank because they're making money on your money. You deal with an insurance company, we will we will divide your portfolio into so many different markets, whether it's global, European, US, and it'll balance out. You will, you know, generally, you know, we go, you know, you are gonna make more than one, two, or three percent that if you just leave it into the bank. We we can show you uh, you know, eight, nine, ten, and more. It all depends what the market is doing, obviously. But the companies that we do, like IA, 150-year-old company, like Capital, another over 100 year old company. They got major managers, right? And if we could sit down and show you, you know, you know, where do you go buy your gas at SO? Well, look at this portfolio with these gas stations with SO and, and different banks that you do every day. Or Dollarama, it's big, right? It, it grows all the time and that helps you to grow money better. You can grow your money better, not just sit there, don't worry about it. But that's what our job is too. We will we'll keep an eye on, we have, you know, monthly, you know, whether monthly or six months, whatever the customer wants, meetings to have discuss what's going on discuss maybe you need something else whatever that's what we're here for right um going back with the um, rdsp right it is basic line for an rdsp it's a savings plan that tend to help parents and others to save for long-term financial security so that's and and but you have to be eligible again for a disability tax credit i think it's a great thing because i've seen a couple of people they applied for it and they got you know a few thousand dollars from grants from the government so, and that would help you know uh 
with, with most parents with young child with problems. But again, that's that's the main issue. Uh, again, question and ask a question you could ask me is should I invest in TFSA or an RSP? Mm-hmm. But TFSA, you can you can you know especially with you with the insurance company, we could put in great portfolio to make it grow. But it's great once you have a point that okay, I'm comfortable moving into an RSP because the income growing is larger than a TFSA because TFSA also I could take my money out of portfolio, but I also so that, that those are just two great tools in order to uh, build. Is there a limit to TFSA? Um, how much money could be in TFSA that remains uh, tax free? You could have multiple TFSA. It's massively. Like, I think it's right now. It's it's going to increase. The government says, but about six thousand. But you could make it multiple. If you put it into an insurance company, we can grow it as big as you want, right? And you're still making income, and you can move the money anytime you want. So you if you have more than six thousand on your TFSA, you're technically getting taxed on it. Exactly. Well, if you well, no, you don't get taxed with any money in TFSA. Right. Okay. Tax on RSP. That's why it's called a tax-free savings account. You don't get taxed, but they limit it. They limit it you. Right. The banks will limit it you. An insurance company won't because it's a, a investment. Right. Mm-hmm. It's called TFSA. It's measured, and if you need the money, you can get the money. You know, it goes back and forth. At least you're learning to save. That's the key point in everybody. You know, learn to save and have that emergency fund, like what's happening now with the, with uh, you know, with CERB and all. Right. Okay. So let's, let's talk about that. So now, as you know, a lot of people with disabilities are a lot of times off in limited incomes. So if you're receiving any of the, the standard government living uh, funding, uh, you know, like ODSPs, you know, CD, CTP, CDP, I uh, can't remember the, the acronyms of all of them. Is it still worthwhile? I, I guess it's obviously it's still worthwhile for you to, to look into a savings program, but are there really limitations or are there really sort of not good ideas to do when you, you know, but people can sometimes live on a specific budget, albeit, you know, the government funding is really small, but it's like, oh, but I also want to put it into your point, $10 a month here, you know, is that still feasible for somebody to invest in or to, to be in the market for investing, even though they're on a limited budget? You could invest in any budget. It all, it all depends on you. It's important uh, to save. You have to discipline yourself to save. You know what I mean? You just can't say, well, this is on sale. I'm going to grab it. You know, not everybody has that access, that income to spend whenever they want to, right? Well, I have a line of credit. Boom. You know, you want to have a great credit score. Well, this, this is for people that have jobs and have credit scores. You have to maintain your credit, right? And, and, and mm-hmm. So it's good. It, it is good to save because you're saving it down the road. You don't know what's going to happen down the road, you know? And like, um, if you get into routine, going to, like I said, uh, people into into a limit a TFSAA, which you could borrow the money and it doesn't cost you any penalties and all that, right? And if you have a bulk, hey, look at this, I have five thousand dollars, then let's put into an RSP. So you're setting yourself for some income when you retire. Obviously, ninety percent of the, well, I'm not saying, but see, seventy percent of the people cannot retire at sixty-five today. You know what I mean? So it's important to learn to start saving to protect yourself. You know, like. I go to people talking, what do you do? I, I don't say I'm a senior financial advisor. I says, I sell hope. And I, with hope, I could sh- hope, I could hope to show you your dreams. You have to come with a plan. And that's what we do. Right. And so I, to your point then, like, and that's a scary thought that nowadays, you know, you can't really retire at 65. Is there a new magic number that, that y'all are predicting to say, you know what? I think this is where people are comfortably going to be retiring now because and it's true i think there's some truth to that as well in that you see much more 
older generation still working to this day? Has it really become that much hard to save for the future or or is a generation you know before us uh, or even I think even after us like you know if you, if you look at the millennials they're saying it's really hard to save like we cannot afford anything in 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 the way things are right now you know so is there like a new prediction number of where we think you know that's the new normal retiring age these days it all depends it all depends on you right that's you know like you got to face it uh, you know what 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 are the average person like i'll give you an example with my mom you know she she gets about 1800 dollars um a month in the government right and and now my mom's in long-term care which costs three thousand so that just shows you what happens and you know and 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 the and the high risk today that every two people get cancer you know mm-hmm. so that's what you got to think is learn to save and to come with plans now you know there's another way which i could show people it's called living benefits like you could have you could have a you know your rsps and term insurance oh i'm i'm protected if i pass away but if you get sick you get hurt in an accident do you get paid for being at home most people know so you know i could show you in very reasonable rates to um to show you how to calculate to protect your money to help you pay your bills you know what i mean you know it's also another way of showing again to uh to to have a safety fund in case something happens like you know the policies i deal with could protect you from covid if you're if you're sick with covid we pay you to be home immediately it's a supplementary system where it'll pay you no matter what you have because most disability plans if you're gets you know 30 60 uh, 30 60 90 days which makes the price cheaper but the the company which i deal with is immediately and it's very reasonable and if you think you cannot get uh critical illness insurance i can get you critical illness insurance you bring up a good point there because for our community for example or not just the ipt community but 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 people with disabilities you know uh there are those you know emergency costs you need a new prosthetic you need to buy new this so are you saying with the first uh, with the tax free savings plan, you can take money away without needing to, or without incurring any taxes on them? Whereas if you had saved it on RSP, let's say you've just been putting money on your RSP, then let's say you you know there is a change in your life where you have become a person of uh, you know with a disability, or you know put it in our community, you you experience limb loss, and now you realize that you don't have immediate money that you want to take away you know, for that initial prosthetic cost. If you borrow that from RSP, because you can't use that for medical, can you? No, you can't, because if you if you borrow away from your RSP, it's bingo right away, 30, 40%, you're gonna lose. Right, so, so you're saying with the first, so you were saying earlier, with the first, or sorry, with the tax-free savings account. Exactly, you could borrow no penalty. There's no penalty, it's like a savings account, but making more money than a savings account. Well, how much you make in a, in a, in a savings account in a bank today? And how many people know. do have some money in the savings account? Because we're mm-hmm. spending it right away. It's, 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 in our world today, we're you know most people they're, they're spending their paycheck, right? Right. And this is another point why you know you could be you, you should people no matter what budget to, should talk to a financial advisor because we want to um, show you how to save and and help you save because you don't know what's going to happen on the rainy day, right? You know what I mean? 
So right. like, you can't say woe is me and run around and because it's there are people that are charitable. Like I don't like seeing these GoFundMe pages. Like and you feel sorry for them, but because they, they, they didn't look after what they should be looking after, right? You gotta learn to protect yourself, whether you're a, a person with a heart attack, critical illness, uh, cancer, or a disability, uh, you know, a, a dismemberment, whatever. You know, there's always some way, and in the long way, it'll show. It's not gonna, you're not gonna make a million dollars overnight, but it'll right, it'll grow. It'll grow, right. Now, so when you know, we talked earlier about, you know, I, I think we just talked about. I mean, as a general rule, we say, you know, start saving as soon as you can, you know, but realistically, when in your life, and if we go back to the millennials and the zennials now, because those are the ones coming up the ranks with employment and working and, and all of that, you know, and they're really finding that, you know, the buzz anyway is that they're not getting paid enough, right? So how am I going to save anything if I have to move back with, them, with my mom, with my mom and dad and live in their basement because I can't find a job that I spent you know, money for school, and then I find like this job. So when is realistically a time for someone to really consider about seriously saving for that rainy day? Uh, well, you know, as soon as you're out in that world working, you know, 20, 30, whatever, you know, and you got to try to be on your own because you got to protect yourself for that rainy day. You just can't just, oh, I got my paycheck. Let's go to the bar and let's have some fun. But, you know, you could, you could do all that. You just have to pace yourself and have a plan. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. the and it's always great to do with a, with a, a partner, you know, a, a spouse, or you got to think of your children too. And there's many ways to help always, to help everything. You know, that's what that's what we, we do in our business, you know. Um, it, it is, it's so key. Now, I've learned the hard way. I wish I, you know, I already started this career really about two years, right? Because, you know, when I lost my leg, I lost my job. And I love my job. And then I found out, you know, through my, and it wasn't because of, if, if it wasn't because of insurance that had policies on my, my two girls and my wife, we used the cash surrender values to go with my prosthetic leg to get it going, right? Because we had no benefits. We had no mm-hmm. benefits on my wife, right? And, and, uh, and that's how we survived because the government's go, oh, what was you? Here's, here's a hundred thousand dollars. No, you have to work for, you got to look for it for people to help you and give you you know help you out but the bottom line is that if i didn't have our policies on my wife and use the cash surrender value we would have been out of a home we would have been forced to you know but we we figured it out because through insurance you know there's many ways not just you don't have to have a, a, a you know policy but there's many ways insurance not just saying oh it's, it's for when i die no it's many ways it's many ways it's protection mm-hmm. it is protection and i can show you many ways with living benefits also that you got to protect your income if you go down and get hurt and get sick. And it's, you know, it's not, it's not really that, uh, not that expensive. Just sit down, talk and have a plan. And right. I think that, that that's what a lot of people kind of, you know, to my, to what I said earlier about misunderstanding or misconception about insurance, because you always see these ads about, you know, your, your last sort of, you know, saving for your funeral or saving for the last day, you know, instead of all of that, really. And we talk about RRSPs and catch-up moments, like I said, or catch-up times, catch-up season, which is now before taxes. It's always about saving money, but I think people are forgetting the real-life experiences behind when you can tap into those. And I think that's where your experience kind of comes in and what you can, 
what you can share with your experience. And, and, and I thank you for that, for sharing that experience of, you know, we needed something, we didn't have any benefits. So we, you know, we looked at our insurance to see, hey, we, we have these things in our policy. So if people aren't really aware of what they're buying into for their, or how they're saving their money, it could really be a loss. You know, it, it, people could really be at a loss. And those who's never done it or has never started in it, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I got to look at saving for a house first or saving for a wedding or saving for that car when you get that job at 16. I don't know if you know people or if kids take, you know, start working at 16 like our generation. But like to your said, point, you know, the it's like there's... When's, when's the best, yeah, best when's time the best, to plant a tree? Best time? When's the best right. time to plant a tree? You know, it's, it's 10, 20 years ago if you want to see the full tree grow up, right? You know, right. and you worry about, like people worry about, they don't complain about the car insurance. Well, of course they complain, but they're paying your car insurance. You're, you're paying your, whether it's condo fees or, or home insurance, whatever. Why don't put you a little insurance on yourself to protect, you know, yourself? You know, it's like if you start now, we're working together to build a strategy that helps you put the best plan possible to pursue your long-term goals, right? And it doesn't matter what age. So starting now, we can modify an existing strategy to meet with the new economy realities and set your goals. So, you know, uh, you got a plan. That's the bottom line. And, you know, then the, if you deal with a financial planner, his job should be in your face. What's happening? Have a talk, have a coffee. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. uh, let's see what we could do and how to make it growing or go over your policy. This is what you have because the market, it's like everything else. You get a laptop. It's fantastic. I have all the tools tomorrow. It's all, it's, it's, it's old. It's a technology. Right. And it's the same thing with insurance policies changes all the time. And if we could do something to make it better and cheaper, that's what our job is to do or strategies, proper strategies, because in the long run, thank god i have this right right and i think right and that's a def that's the very definition of insurance right is so that you're insured and so you have you have assurance that you have somehow a place to tap or some funds to tap into should that need arise so that's a really good point there i think to, to make about you know again i and similar with me you know until i started making good money i guess uh, you could say that you know, when I started younger at 16, I wasn't thinking about retirement. I'm 16. I want to save up that, you know, I want to save for that car that I want to get when, you know, when I turn 17, because I got my driver's license now, or, and I want to go to, you know, I, I, I wanted the latest and greatest gadgets, you know, then it was like, oh, I want to save for a new home, or I want to travel somewhere. And so retirement becomes further and further distant away until, until you're like, oh, no, I'm in my 30s and I'm in my 40s. I should really be thinking about retirement. And then you look at your nest egg and you're like, wow, I have nothing in here to begin with. Absolutely. You Most know. people, when they get their tax, their, their tax uh, refund, oh, I'm, they're thinking, right, I'm going on vacation, whatever. It's spent already, right, before it even comes in, right? It's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my credit card because I know when my tax is coming, I can pay that off. Yeah. And then most right. people go for a coffee and a bagel every morning with Tim Hortons and all that. Just those few little dollars that I could show you, you know, if you, if you program yourself to save, there's ways like, you know, I can show you many ways, even a dollar a day, 30 bucks a month, you could protect yourself. Right. You know? And I think that's, and I think that's the reality of it too. I think I like how you put that. It's like, you know, a dollar a day. So that's 30 bucks. You know, that's, that's one maybe meal for two people on a dinner not even like a restaurant like we're just talking a fast food these days right? Crazy right like now. you go to mcdonald's and it's 15 dollars to get a combo these days right so, that, so that's what i mean like two people so for 30 dollars for the month if, if you're looking at a dollar a day that's still a good you know starting point 
if you will, you know, um, at least to get you to that habit of, oh, I got to save this dollar for today because I got to put in, you know what I mean? Like to your point, it's that exercise of, and actually putting a strategy to, to save money. What other tips would you say for somebody who wants to get started on, um, on saving or, or how they really should look at, you know, if they, if they're young and, you know, they, they still have their university years ahead of them. They still have the marriage ahead of them. They still have the kids ahead of them. You know, what would you say, you know, don't think, you know, think about this at these specific time goals or milestones, if you will, so that you start thinking about it at 16 or 17 when you do start your first restaurant job and go, you know what, I really want to do this so that by the time I'm 60 and maybe my generation can change it that retirement is at 60, that I actually have retirement money. Simple way of looking at it, look at your parents. Look at your parents, how they struggle. Do you want that? Hmm. Got to figure out a plan to do better. And, you know, and uh, in these days and age with uh, the high increase of dementia and, uh, and uh, whatever, it's, it's, it's crazy. It is really, really crazy. You don't want to be, you know, uh, our parents struggle. You know, our parents came to whatever Canada and they, and they struggle. And, and you don't want to be in that situation, you know. You don't want to be in that situation. So it's, it's easy. It doesn't take much to learn to start saving and planning. It's discipline. That's the bottom line. And we could show, I could show you, you know, right. I put it this way. I, I've learned the hard way by doing all this. I'm so excited about my career and how, what I'm doing right now, you know, like, and Todd knows I've been through a lot and, uh, and some personal tragedies with my family and all that, that, you know, two and a half years ago, me and my wife, you know, had a poor credit score of 600. And today learning what I've learned, built it to 800 we have a great mortgage and we're just, we just have a mortgage. We are no credit cards, no nothing. We use the credit cards, this and that, but it's in control, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how you get, you know, we'll show you how to build up your credit score. You know, and my, it, it, I have behind my, I have a great team behind me. I have a great team. We can show you many ways. If you have debt problems, come talk to me. You know, right. if you're looking for a mortgage, I could help you car insurance. <laughs> Uh, right. home, everything i'm a one man shop one man stop <laughs> one man stops one one man stop shop or i so i think I that's what we're doing and i get i get i get cheer you know teary when i help a family and they see it you know what i mean and and that's that's i love my journey right now good and and i think like to you know to my introduction to you i think you have that life experience as well that you know like that you just shared you know with your beginnings of you know this is where I was and this is where I am now you know coming into this and that's why it's exciting to you is that you actually see the fruition of your own investments right and we got to in in the last two years alone and and still going through like a lot of health issues just as you shared you know uh with the recurring um infection uh you you had bouts with recently you know and and still be able to focus on what is you know what is really important to you and and how you could survive all that with just utilizing what you've saved and and how your your finances have grown over the the last years of knowing what you're doing so uh, congratulations to you on that i think a lot of people will certainly learn from that you know and learn from your experience now just 
so that let's go let's go to 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 sharing your experience with I mean, which I'm sure a lot of people, you know, as you know, in our community, let's face it, statistics says that a lot of people that are, are below poverty or are on the poverty line often do end up in situations where we are because of the health situations and in, in, in what we've been able to afford can't really keep track, keep top of like diabetes, for example, or cardiovascular disease, you know, in a lot of those communities. I guess relaxing. We overwork ourselves to make sure ends meet. Absolutely right. And then you're faced with this, you know, uncertainty. And then faced with a bill for a wheelchair, even if you're not even looking at a prosthetic in this example, right? Like just, just the cost of all of that, or stopping your work. And if you're the if the only sole worker in the home, where you now have to stop and then have no income coming in, but you have bills to pay and a mortgage to pay, maybe or rent to pay. Um, how did you not so much dig yourself out of that, but how do how does the mental preparedness and and that blow for you kind of like you know what let's look at it the different like well, what clicked in your mind to go let let's see where well, looking at your resources I was gonna say is you know because we shared about you know looking at your insurance it's like what how did that even click into you to go what about this like what about that because people would look and go oh you know what I'm gonna try to tap into the, all the funding and if, and if I don't have you more, then I'll go to GoFundMe page to your point, right? Correct. So for you, what was that bulb moment we go, hey, what about these things that we've had sitting around in the dresser somewhere of these paperwork that we signed years ago? How did that even like connect? Mental is big, as we all know it. And no matter, oh, I'm okay. I thought I was a big Italian, I'm tough, you know, but I, I had breakdowns when I lost my leg, you know, and and I connected with the right people such as yourself and, and the other people which I met in my journey and learning. And now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with Sunnybrook and St. John helping that part of mental health. Because, you know, when you lose your leg or, or you have a trauma, you know, the, you do physical therapy right away and get occupational therapy, but nothing about mental. And we're trying to bring that to attention now um, through, through the hospitals that this is important. So they're tr trying to set up a structure with, you know, the government. Uh, you know, what, what clicked me, you know, I was very shocked what happened, but I, I faced myself. I said, you know what? People are a lot worse than me. And I said, you know, I, I use a word that I tell myself every morning. First I say, I go in the mirror. I say, I love myself. You have to love yourself. And, and, and then, then you go around, you know, saying to your spouse that you love that, but love yourself first is so important. Right. And, say this is a good day and go forward right because it's going to get better you can't change what happened yesterday you can't change it but you can fix the future you know what i mean you could try to do something going down the road and and a word i always use when i it was called goya g-y-o-a means what was it uh get off your ass sorry if i could say that word. and that's what it, that's what it did that pushed me as you know you know, it's been six months. We did the Achilles run, you know, mm -hmm. and sledge hockey. I love hockey. I love hockey and, and golf. And Todd, Todd got me, Todd here got me back into the golf. I haven't played 12 years because all my issues of illness and sickness and all that. And then boom, you know, I'm I love it again. That's what it all is. And if you show inspiration, people will follow you. People, you know, one of my complaints, you got to deal with what cards are dealt with you. Everybody has problems. Everybody has issues. You got to deal with the cards and play with it, right? It's like poker. 
you got to win or you got to lose, but you have to deal with it. You can't blame all this and this and this and the government doesn't help me because it ain't going to help. You have to help yourself first. Right. No, I think that's really important to say. And I, and I like that whole sentiment of, you know, you, you got to say to yourself, you got to love yourself. Like, you, you know, if you need to, to face the mirror and say, you know what, I do. Like, you got to be okay with you, right? I love me. Like, you got to be able to say that to yourself, I think, because self-care is so important about everything. Because I think it puts, you know, to my question, it puts that focus back into what is really in front of me and what's really important. And then that's when your mind becomes clear. And that's probably when you, that time, you know, not realizing it going, hey, we can tap into these things. And to your, to, to your point as well about switching careers, because you said you've lost your job when you, you lost your limb as well. It's like, oh, what can I do now? And I think that's, that's also that, like, it's that clarity that's like, how do I, how do I move forward, right? And how do I, how do I go from here? So I, I really like that. And I think, you know, and I, I, and I often talk about that as well. It's like, you know, loving yourself and, and, and then really looking into what self-care means instead of just being a trendy term that people use. It's like, how do I really look after myself, look after my mind, look after the people around me and look at, and, and, and so that I get that clarity to be able to provide not only for myself, but those around me as well. So I really like that. Now, any, any last kind of um, parting words you, you know, you would say tip-wise from uh, financial ex expertise that you have to dealing with your, you know, dealing with disabilities and, and getting on board with, with saving money and finances and, and how do you really go about doing that in your, in, in a situation where you are a person with a disability? You got to stop saying, I'll do it tomorrow because tomorrow will turn to days and days will turn to months and then years. And you got to tell yourself, okay, I got, I, I got to do a plan. Whether you do it with a financial planner or do it on yourself, you have to have a plan and follow through and don't, you know, don't uh, break down all, I'm going to break the piggy bank because I can't take it anymore. Right. You got to be tough, be tough and, and, and work things out. And, and, Again, main things, love yourself in the morning and, and, and be cheerful and be positive and things will work out. There, there's always a way. There's always a way. Got to find that way. Awesome. Now, that sounds really good. I think that's a really good point as well. Well, it, thank you for being here. Where can people find out about you and learn more about your, your financial services and, and, you know, and, and what could really, what do you really want people to, to think about uh, when they call and, and, and connect with you? Oh, great. Uh, you, you can look at my, uh, my uh, light, um, my, uh, what you call it, um, Facebook, which is Paolo, P-A-O-L-O dot Polese, P-O-L-E-S-E. That's my business one there. And you'll see articles and uh, uh, you can see articles that I've created and, and topics. And if you want to be on my weekly uh, newsletter, just give me a call and, and, or text me your, uh, text me your name and your, um, and your email and you can be on my weekly newsletter which newsletter which i sent out every friday so you know just give you some you know sometimes the the, the main line here is you probably hear your parents say do this do this do this yeah yeah mom yeah yeah mom and then me or todd comes around and we say the same thing oh, that makes sense because sometimes a different voice helps to make you mm -hmm. learn and pay attention you know what i mean and, and that's the main thing you know you got to Block out your side action, work on yourself and, 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 and take advice from anybody you can hear from. It's up to you what to do. Right. No, I, I agree with that. I think having, it's what we say, the, the, the unbiased voices, right? 
almost un unvoiced, unbiased voices, right? Um, so you can have different opinions, different things that you hear, and then you can make your best decisions. To your point, right? So, so good for you know, good on that, absolutely. Well, awesome. Again, thank you so much for spending the time with me today. I want to thank Paulo Pelosi for joining me today. I will share all the links on our website at www.airsoftmedia.com. Thank you for tuning in. If you have any comments, questions, or show ideas, please connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at The MTO Show. Until next time, I'm your host, Aristotle Pigo, and this has been The MTO Show Podcast. <laughs>